heard Questlove do this, right? Who's that? That's the Roots drummer. Basically, okay. the band leader of the Roots, okay. right? And he was just saying how people love to say, okay, well, with y'all guys center myself, with, um, exactly, like, stuff like that. But he was like, sometimes you ain't got that that time. You don't have an hour. You don't have 30 minutes. Sometimes you have to do a few just deep breaths Mm -hmm. and just, like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Like, when I be at work and I get, exactly, when when I be at work, sometimes somebody piss me off or something, that I know I can't control, mm, but I can control my feelings. That's it. You control what you can. You cannot control other people. And I'm glad that I learned that lesson early with being a single mother mm-hmm. and being in the situations that I've been in. And not even just being a mother, just, you know, just in life in general. It's just like, I can't control this. So, the only thing that I can control is my feelings and how I feel about the situation and how I deal with myself mentally. So, sometimes what I have to do, I have to inhale, exhale, and now that I'm a grown woman, weighing the exhale, it has a totally really different, meaning. different meaning to me. because That's why you get like, a girlfriend. <laughs> but, you know, I was deep in the girlfriends when, de- when girlfriends was oh, out, no. so... You know, once I don't conquer the show, I usually don't go back unless I just really, really love it. I didn't like conquer that. it. I, I conquered it. that. I watched that when I ain't had no business watching it. None at all. No. As I'm watching it now, <laughs> no fucking business at all. Girl, but it was just like, I learned. Now that I get it, it's like you waiting to exhale. You waiting to be free. Mm-hmm. You waiting to let that pressure go. You waiting to let that motherfucking toxic ass person out your life Mm -hmm. you just waiting to just take a breath for yourself at least that's what i interpreted for me yeah that's exactly what it is or in in my for me my waiting to exhale is when i get in a relationship that's when i'm most comfortable out of a relationship i'm i'm physically not physically are you holding your breath though for the next i'm not holding my breath but because now Everything is not on me. Yeah, responsibility yeah, yeah. is not on me. This is not on me. It's a shared responsibility. So it's like, a, whew, okay, I ain't got to pay this. It's going to get paid. I ain't got to do that. I ain't got something small. I ain't got to take trash out. Right. So I know the trash going to go out. You know, it's just like a shared responsibility. Hell yeah. Like, I it's want a, a puppy dog, but I don't want to I don't want to raise a dog by myself. If like, I get me a, a husband, I will get me a damn dog. We need a fence. We need, you know, you go out there and you walk him today. I'm, I'm going to give me a dog when I get a fence. Yeah, I want a dog, but you know, just having like how you said, not even just that in relationships, it's just like having that shared responsibility, having right. that way of just like it I ain't can take all a, on me. It ain't all on me. We do it. We would be so confused about like the whole strong black woman. We didn't have to be strong. What is what's our topic of the day? Do you remember? Our what? Our topic for today. What did we say? It was Felicia Rosard's comment that you didn't let her get to. Because there was too much talking. I didn't feel like listening. Things when they should. Okay, they Things went. happen when they should and, and don't when, and when don't they shouldn't. When they shouldn't. Yes. Say it one more time, one more time. So things happen when they should and they don't when they shouldn't. That's right. the topic for today. Right, right, what right. What are points in your life where things have happened or didn't happen and you were mad, but then down the line, something else happened that trumped 
all that you were waiting on exactly. or stuff you just were anticipating or I need this and I need it now. It didn't happen right now. But when it happened, it was just like, okay, God, I see you. Exactly. I see and you I'm, out. I'm glad that you brought God into it because, oh, yeah. you know, I'm not a religious person, even mm-hmm. though I grew up in a church and stuff like that. I am a Christian. I do identify as a Christian. But, you know, my values, I pull my values from all type of things because I feel like you you never stop learning just because you you never can know it all right. and it's something to learn from every other genre background you know what i'm saying I, I i i pride myself on being that type of person not saying oh well you're young you can't teach me nothing or you haven't been what i've been through like i feel like i can learn from all types of people so that whole thing right there is like it, it's simple with the song what god has for me it is for me mm-hmm. you know it's nothing that you can of course you can um learn how to um put yourself in that predicament to put yourself in that position to win you know what i'm saying you you ain't gonna catch a ball just you know you got to put yourself in that position to, to catch, catch that ball. ball right you know what i'm saying to 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 get somebody out the game right. or whatever metaphorically speaking but i just i just love that 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 uh quote from felicia rashad on the breakfast club because it just really spoke to me like it's simple the simplicity the wisdom in that if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen if it didn't happen it wasn't meant you know and a lot of people they run from that a lot of people you know, chasing they they self in a you know like a dog chasing they tail. Like you never gonna catch it, and if you catch it, you gonna hurt yourself. You know. All right. So, what is a uh an example of you feeling like you know if it happened, it happened. If it didn't, it did. Because you had a great victory this year. You know, yes. becoming a homeowner, becoming yes. you know, and all of that. When you like that it's found on that speak on that yes but i'm gonna talk about i'm not gonna talk about the homeowner part i'm gonna talk about the um work so for me okay. i was at a job mm-hmm. um and i only went to this job because i was working from home um i had a new baby and my baby was off the chain y'all so they say the second baby off jack, the chain jack. they mean it so my baby was off the chain. I was like, I get, a, I gotta get out the house. So we hired a nanny to come to our house because he was young, and y'all hired a nanny. We hired a nanny to come to our house, and his sister, and I went to work. So I got this job. It was fun. I was out the house. I had worked from home for like three years at that point. So it was something new, um, being around people. Blah 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 blah. I was in a relationship. I wasn't really making a lot of money. I was making more money, but it wasn't a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I was not the bread winner in my relationship at that time. But, mm-hmm. you know, it was something. It was fun. Um, and then as things started to go on and I started looking at other people doing the same role that I was in the same field that I was in. Um, and they made three times, four times what I was making. Mm. The company was very strict, very micromanaged. Um, there was no work-life balance through training and all of that. They presented to you like it's this amazing place. And, you know, this, that, and the third. They sell you on them. It was a big corporation, the leader in the industry. Um, but then I learned that I wasn't making as much as people in my role. In that field. In that field. Uh I heard the companies. Not only that, 
Because sometimes it's not always about the money. I wasn't being fulfilled. I wasn't being challenged. It was extremely micromanaged. People were miserable. No work-life balance. You had people coming to work with the flu because they couldn't take days off. It was just the peace, <coughs> right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I got to get out of here. But everybody would say that, oh, I'm going to find another job. Everybody would talk about it all the time, but it never happened. Um, but I was serious, right? So I found myself physically getting ill. When I would have to go to work, mm. I was getting sick. My nose would start running, you know? And it was just like, this is time for me to go. It's time so to go. I was applying for, first I tried to apply within the company. Mm-hmm. Let me just, it's a huge company, thousands of employees. Let me just go to another department. Oh, it's a shield. Nobody can leave this department. I said, okay. So what? then I started applying at other companies. Um, sorry, you're not qualified. Um, sorry, you don't have the education. Um, sorry, you don't have this. Um, no, we're actually at capacity. Um, just a lot of no's, right? Mm-hmm. I went to the Dominican Republic for my birthday. Mm-hmm. I took my laptop. So while we were supposed to be sleeping, I was applying for jobs, literally, on my laptop in the Dominican Republic in the freaking hotel, applying for jobs on the downtown. We're supposed to be taking our naps to pregame. I'm applying for jobs. So that's dedication. I get back. Um, and then, so in the industry I work in, you usually have to test to get to the next step level. Mm-hmm. I started getting people to take the test for me. I was just doing all kind of stuff. But what I learned is somebody told me, no, it's not always final. No, sometimes mm-hmm. ring means not right now. Not right, right now. So this that's particular company word. that I now work for, they gave me a no. And I was like, oh, dang. Let me try it again. So I right, did it again right. and it worked. And it went through. I got through step one. And I got through step two. And I was like, oh my God, it's working, you know? So then I get in. I go in for the interview. I had my my brother, my friend, my, my favorite. Um, He prayed me down in the car before I walked in there for the interview. I was sweating bullets. I had to put tissue under my underarms because I oh. wasn't qualified. Oh. <laughs> I didn't have the education. No. I didn't have the experience. It was three times more than I make. I made at the time. It just, it, you know, all, everything was it just against seemed, me. Uh, yeah, all the everything eyes were, were against, against you. me. Yeah. You know, it was far, far. It was forty minutes from my house. Everything was against me. I get in there, them people call. I had the best interview of my life. When I say mm-hmm. of my life, I went back to my job at the time and was like. That was the best interview. Even if I don't get the job, I just learned I'm something. I'm happy. Yeah. And I feel great, you know, because I just felt it all over me. I get the job. I make the salary. I then was able to come out of that relationship by my house, my car body paid for. It's a testimony because when you, it's not about when you, when you ready, you know, because I'd be ready. I honestly thought I was going to get married and live happily ever after. Right. And that 2,000 square foot home and I got me a better place on my own with my kids. So you have to pray about it. It's spiritual, religious, non-religious, whatever, not pray, whatever you need to do to center yourself and to to be one with you. It's not always a rush. And I'm a rush person. People call my mom calls me scatterbrain 
because I do like ten things at a time. Like I'm all over the place. Like I do this. I don't go think there. of you as a scattered brain, even though that's your mom talking. Of course, your mm-hmm. mom knows you better than you, you know, than anybody. Mm-hmm. I think you're you you possess a dual personality mm-hmm. because you know Gemini. I'm in, I'm in horoscopes and stuff like that. I don't think it rules my life, mm-hmm. but I do believe in that. But um, I do follow horoscopes. But it's like with you, it seems like you have this determination, you know, where, okay, what I want to do. And that's something that I've always admired about you. It's like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. You pretty much do what you say you're going to do. You You so funny you say that because I always say whatever I ask. I am a spiritual person. Uh Whatever I ask God for, I get it. I might not get it. You know, yeah. right then yeah, yeah. or this year or next year. But literally, my whole life, right. a job, I remember working at the airport and saying, I just want this job. Yeah. Okay, I got a desk job. Okay, I want to make this much. Okay, got that. Okay, I want to make this much. Okay, I want to do this. I want to do that. And I get it. And yeah. it's never like right away. Exactly. It's always a it's always a process. It's a process. And that's why I tell people it's like you do, you know, that's why I love when people do have vision board parties. And they have all different things because you really have to manifest the life that you want. You really have to put it out there in the universe. Okay, you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna make this kind of money. I'm miserable. I'm yes. I'm living pay I don't wanna live paycheck, paycheck to paycheck. paycheck. Yes. And I think when it comes to especially in the black community, mm-hmm. you're taught to just be okay with We're working just, for sixty years, retiring at age sixty five. And take your and medicine. And not saying that it's nothing wrong with that. If you okay with that, you okay with that. To me, when I say things like that, it's not that I'm saying that that's not the life. Right. Because that may work for somebody. But for me in my house, you know what I'm saying? Right. For the way that I want to set my life up with. And I, when I talk about, you know, back in the day, that's all they had to uh, ascribe to. You know what I'm saying? Aspire to. Is, you know, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, if I could just stay on this job for the next 30 years, then I'll be okay. And it's like, I, our generation is like, no, that's not okay for me. I don't want to work want no more. more. We've been conditioned to want more. And, you know, I remember I don't thinking, want to take trips. Like you just said, you was in the Dominican Republic. You, you know, we in our early 30s right. or whatever. I don't want to wait until I got gray hairs on my head to Before see the I'm world right. and, and to go and say all these different experiences to say that I made this money or I did this. I want to do that right now and it's possible and I, I'm just glad that we're in a a season of seeing that, okay, if I apply myself and if I put myself in the positions, like you said, you put yourself in those positions. When it was uncomfortable for you, you you made a situation and you manifested that, okay, I'm going to go, yeah, I'm doing this and I'm making that and it's okay, but I want better. Right. And it's okay to say that you want better. And then you got to also, during that time, it was bad times. I remember just being in a place where I felt like, I was asked God, like, what am I going to do? Because I was in a relationship with somebody that made more money than I made, you know, and he was taking care of everything. And I was just like, well, how am I going to get out? Like, I don't see, I didn't see it out. Mm. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was like, well, I only made this much. And with this much, I can't afford, I can't afford to live on my own with this much money, with this luxury car that I don't win and got. You know, because I don't pay any bills right now. But how am I going to walk out of this, take care of myself, my kids, 
my lifestyle and still be okay. And still be okay. I don't yeah. have it. And the answer was, wait, wait, be patient. Here's your job. You can pay your bills, buy your car, do everything you need to do. You just have to be patient. And it was moved lots of tears, cries, under. But you fasting. know what? I was fast. I'm glad that, that you said that because in our community and in society right now, everything is microwave. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Microwave. It's instant. Oh, okay. You want this? All you got to do is put 5000 I ain't got uh, $5,000. Yeah. Come on and... Uh, Give me uh give me three people that can put down two hundred and your two hundred. I may not I ain't got two hundred dollars. You be under my empire and in just three weeks you could be making this one thousand man, no. 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 Everybody wants this microwave. Nobody microwave ass lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And nobody wanna talk about the blood, sweat, and tears. Nobody wanna talk about when everybody was supposed to be asleep when I was supposed to be catching my nap, I was putting in applications. Right. When I, you know what I'm saying to get out of my mama house, I had to work two jobs mm. just to put down on somewhere to live. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wanted to talk about that. Nobody wanted to say, oh, I wasn't able to see my kids. Maybe well, when I was on my way to work and when, I was, when they was waking up. You right. know what I'm saying? That's not Nobody wanted to talk about that kind of sacrifice. But we want 50,000 followers and we want this and we want that. And then half of the people that have that living at home with their mama or somewhere off of somebody else. Because it's it's a nowadays it's a look. It's and a I think look, the perfect thing is microwave. And we live in Atlanta. You will meet a man, true story. Man true got story. a nice car. Ooh. Got a nice car. Ooh. He got some cute shoes on. Uh. Um nice watch. Watch. And he pulls up that nice car and a nice watch at his mama house or he got seven roommates in the house that they all ran out together or he made this money, but he ain't saved no money. So all the money going to car or to this or to or that. Or he got he got a whole family and a wife that he fails to mention. Where he he takes you to this place that y'all been meeting at, and it's really his cousin house. House, and it's not who's his in house. the service who don't really be here. Oh, that happened to me. Did you know that? No. Oh my god. I y'all. think that happened to a lot of revelation. <laughs> that happened to me. Was in the service, cousin. Yeah, cousin in the cousin service, in service. and he can go house. over here and beautiful home. He living a whole nother life. Girl, that shit's so crazy. Listen. That shit's so crazy. But I'm gonna say, remember what? Did you ever see this video? This this man he had. Remember when charges was like the all the rave? You know what I'm saying? This was like after the Monte Carlo phase, mm-hmm. and then charges started getting into it or whatever. I'm talking about Atlanta culture, but. After the Crown Vicks and the Monte Carlos and all that stuff got old, when when charges became popular, you know, people mount up their charges and all the different color uh, color uh, screens and stuff like that, schemes and all that. Long story short, this girl was dating this man. He had all the clothes. He had all the outfits, all the J's, what have you, the watches and everything. I think I remember. This man was living in a storage, a storage unit. unit. Yes! A storage unit, unit to keep up the appearances. I don't know if that was here in Atlanta, I but it, I just remember thinking like, people is really out here capping, flexing, flexed up, flexing. Like get your money back. It ain't worth it. Sis. Just just to live this whole facade, and it's so crazy how you see men. They just want to live this facade of having it, and it's like, oh, but when are you gonna motherfucking have it? 
you know and, what I, and then like, what they teach us go ahead before i get I'm into sorry, my bed a part of men living this facade and it's if you have it of you or you don't when i got back into the dating game recently or it's not recently anymore but getting back into it things had changed a couple of guys how long was it before you realized that oh this is a different ball game i probably started dating for real for real like eight months or so afterwards okay and then i was like so in an eight month time frame it was just completely different i took eight months to myself to okay my okay okay together. but when i got on it yes it's completely different for example here take my picture real quick who you want me to take your picture more than three men on date have asked, asked me to, to take their picture. That's happened to me before. And I have literally been flabbergasted. Like, back in the day, it was, let's get a picture together, hold your arm up, you know, get in close. Now it's, they want here, an individual can picture you take my picture? At your house. And the man is posing. No, out somewhere, you know. Or just out, on. yeah. I'm, I'm, talking about, well, I'm talking about me. He was at my house. Like, get my picture. Like, we rent a car for the weekend and you want a picture on the run. Or we at this place, this nice place, and you want me to take your picture while you stand up and pose. Girl. And Baby. Mm-mm. Play with your mammy. I said, this is crazy. <laughs> this is absurd. But it happened not once, not twice, but three times. And these were three different types of men, too. Exactly. Can we, can we just talk about this? Can we just talk about three this? And let me add a flag because I want this to be a whole statement. I'm so tired of the trope when you say what you want in a man and you're expressing this to the opposite sex. We're women, so mm-hmm. this is talking to men. That there is like, oh, well, it's the type of niggas that you're talking to. No, no, no. No, sir. Oh, oh. Uh, no, it is not. Because I don't just talk to a certain one type of man. I am an equal opportunity employer. Equal opportunity. <laughs> I need the government to pay Remy my check because I'm giving opportunity to, to everybody. I don't discriminate. I'm the rainbow motherfucking coalition. As long Let me as say you're that. not related to Donald Trump, hi, how are you? I'm Leisha. Like, I am an equal opportunity employer. Um, to a certain extent, <laughs> to a certain extent. but like <laughs> you, you must be employed. But you gotta be. I'm not. It's not just a, a blue collar or a a no collar or a business Listen, owner or a multiple us, or we don't dealt with totally different, different men. We don't mm-hmm. dealt with the white collar professionals, the Wall Street, the lawyer, the athlete, the dope boy. The athlete, Ooh, the, dope the retired boy. athlete. Ooh, the dope boy. So <sighs> you it's know been what? A while. You, you know, it's been a while. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Have we gotten too can we, old? Can we just say the plethora of, of people? <laughs> the reform street, like, it's just a lot. A lot, right. And but, I get so tired of men just saying, oh, oh it's the type of, it's because you dealing with this. You know what like, I said? No. I had when men say, um, I, somebody asked me a question. And I said, oh, well, you know, if I, if I, uh, well, I'll just say it. He said, well, when am I going to get to kiss you? I said, I don't kiss people. I don't put my mouth on people. No. I like my lips. You know, that's one of my favorite attributes that I had to grow into. Uh-huh. So I don't do that. And he said, well, I said, if I kiss everybody that wanted to kiss me, I would have a name for myself. He said, well, I'm not everybody. Stop saying that. We know you're love not everybody. Say I ain't everybody. What makes you different? 
Nothing. The people that have done something different in my life, we've been together for years. Right. Anybody, that, and that's only been two people. So anybody else, you're not different, which is why, you know, it wasn't Let, me, let me just say this. All y'all motherfuckers read from the same script. Can Thank I just you. say that? Yeah, I'm please. sorry. No matter how much I'm money sorry. you have. And y'all can say the same for us. Mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't discount that if a man said the same thing. Okay, cool. That's cool. That's your experience. But I'm just saying for me and me and my experience is just like all y'all niggas y'all come from the same, same script. script. And like I was just talking to um my best friend last night, you know, and me and me and L we do this podcast and we're best friends and we talk about a lot of things. And it's just like you can't just put me in a box. A lot of men like to put you in a box because of their experiences mm. that they've had. Oh, and my when God. I say that, okay, all y'all speak from the from the same script is, oh, I'm I'm real and I I just want this and I just want that and I'm not like these other guys and stuff like that. And it's but like, okay, yes, you, yes are. you are. Let me tell you why you are. <laughs> I, and I, I hate to be like this. Because truly, you know, everybody is their own person. I respect that. Right. There are probably some qualities about you that, you know, are are making you you. And we get that. Right. Everybody's fingerprint is different. It's different. But when I tell you, if if we could write, if we could put a tally under the names every time we heard the same thing or you made me feel the same way somebody same else made me feel way. when you knew Whether it what it was or, or not. not right yeah, yeah, yeah. then you it is the same and i think what we're seeking or what we're looking for is that difference because like i said when i feel that difference or when something stands out to me like that that's when i'm full steam ahead i don't have no reservations it's nothing and i I'm clicking with you and I'm vibing with you. And that, those are the long lasting situations when there is a clear difference. Right, Not right. a, oh, this happened this day or, oh, he bought me this or, oh, he gave me this. That, everybody do that. Everybody do that. Everybody can send a cash out. Everybody can buy somebody some shoes. Everybody. What makes you different? Nothing. Nothing. I want my money back. Refund me, please. But you know what? Also, how I feel about the whole thing. Back to our topic. You know, we're trying to stay on the topic of, you know, if that, if it's for you, it's for you. If mm. it didn't happen, it didn't, that wasn't for you. That right. wasn't your mission. Right. So, and that's how I think about it with different type of people. I think about all the guys who, the people who I wanted things to happen and it didn't happen. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, well, dang, I really wanted that to happen. But obviously, it was was something that wasn't there, that that wasn't going to serve me. Now, let me ask you this. Out of situations that you were thinking, I want this, I want this, I want this. Now that situations have played out, whether it be romantically or work or whatever, friendships, whatever, would you change it? Do you see why it didn't happen? No, I totally see why it didn't happen. Yeah. And I, I thank God for that, um, for that wisdom, that for that intuit, yeah, that discernment, great mm-hmm. word. That's the word I was looking for. The discernment to see, okay, that's why that didn't happen because that's not what you need to be in your life. And like how you were saying, like how you built upon and everything that you asked for, you know what I'm saying? You, mm-hmm. you pursued and stuff like that. And even things that you didn't pursue, 
it manifested right. into um something that you was like, I would have never thought this. Right. And it's like, you know, once again, I feel like in your life, the things that we ask for or what you want, God has a bigger plan that's mm-hmm. even more extravagant and extrapolant than you could ever imagine that you could be. And I want to walk in that purpose. I want to walk in that lifestyle because he knows what I want. You know what I'm saying? Right. He knows what I'm supposed to have. He knows that, you know, you know, she gon' she say she want this, but it I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Let me just way bigger than what she take the reins. Right. Because it ain't even Because a year ago did you even ourselves. see yourself a year ago today? No, at not this point. In house. No, I was I would always say, you know, that's I want a house. Yeah. I told the person I was with before we broke up, I said, I need to own some property. I found out that my great uncle owned like 32 properties mm. in South Carolina. And I said, he lives in this modest home with his wife, you know, all his life. We know them. We go visit him. This man has 32 properties. We don't have one. We need something. We need some money. And now look at this, like my first house. I want more. Right. I want to expound upon, like, I know that my vision of what I want is like the bottom of the barrel because like you said, he sees so much more. So the hard thing is to deny the flesh and trust Trust. because you have to know that better is to come. Right. And I think to know that back to back to our topic, you know, things happen when they should and shouldn't with it. It's trust in the process. And I think that's the, the, that's the, the key to everything is that I trusted this. Yeah, I didn't know where it was going. Yeah, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like like I was telling you earlier before we started rec- recording the conversation that I was having with my friend. It wasn't that I'm trying to tell you what to do or how to feel. It's that I want you to trust that the situation is going to be better. better. And you have to mm. have find it. But talking to somebody that does not believe and this is just... It's like talking to a wall. So basically... To bring this whole point on, point home, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, you know. And life has taught me that. I have learned from that. And I'm okay with that. You know, some people, they feel like if they don't have total control, that it's like, oh, well, it's out of my hands. And I don't even know what to do. Like, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I kind of relish in the not knowing. And I know mm. a lot of people don't like that, but that's my personality. I like to know the not that I don't know. Is it scary? Yes. Is it um, you know, eventful? Yes. And I like that. However, I also have to learn. I I like to learn. What's your take on that? If it is if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I think you just have to be confident in that and you trust the pro- the process. Trust the process. Don't don't force it. And that's easier said than done because I am one who is like, you know, this is what I want. I want it now, you know, yeah, and me too. when I want it, I want it. And, and how am I going to get it? And if I don't get it, I get mad, you know, but you yeah. kind of have to sometimes take a step back and trust the process, whatever that process is. It ain't going to be easy. It ain't going to be quick, nope. but stressing yourself about it is not going to make it any better for anybody. You could literally drive yourself crazy. So it's best to just chill out, find a hobby, find something to do, what makes you happy. And if you find that while you're searching for what makes you happy, it's only involving you and other people, 
you really got some work to do. Yeah, you got to learn you how really to be happy by yourself. You yep. got to be happy when you're not getting what you want. Yep. You got to be happy when you're not getting the results that's going on. Mm-hmm. You got to learn how to thank God in the process mm-hmm. of, hey, I'm not getting what I want. I don't know where it's going, Lord, but I know that you won't lead me astray. That's it. And you have to believe in yourself and your abilities. You know what I'm saying? Because people will disappoint you Mm. and let you down left and right. And if you ain't mentally prepared for that, you're going to fail every time. If you always put your trust and your energy in people, people are going to let you down every every single time. And twice on Sunday. You know, so you got a quote of of the day. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, this is why we like to do quotes of the day. I I saw this and I said, speak to me. So it's a short one. And it's just, be the energy that you want to receive. Mm. So be the energy that you want to receive. Don't think that you're going to come in here with a bad attitude and I'm going to kiss your hind pots because it ain't happening. (laughs) Don't think that if you... Walk in, you know, melancholy, sad, or whatever. You know, I'm just going to That may be, not be where I'm at in life right, right now. Bouncing off the wall. Or don't right. think, because you approach me bouncing off the walls and Chipper Jones, that I'm going to be bouncing off the walls as well. No. But be positive in your own way. I feel like as long as you ain't negative, it don't, it don't have to be one extreme or the other. Find your middle or whatever it is. Be what you want to get from people. You can't expect something from people when you in the pits all the time. And you're always, you know, damsel in distress. It's always a problem. It's all or whatever. And then you expect something else from me. I don't have nothing for you. And I've always loved this too. This is another thing I learned from Oprah and the Young and all the self-help people. Because I really like self-help things. Because I really feel like at the end of the day, it's all about you helping yourself. But you can't pour from an empty glass. And that's this simplistic. I can't give you something that I don't have. I can't tell you something. And that's just my philosophy of life. If I'm not, you know, when it comes to kids, when it comes to relationships, regardless. Like, if I'm not operating from the fullness of myself... And the happiness and, and the health and the, the the wisdom and all of that. If I feel depleted, I can't pour that 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 emptiness into you. I don't want to, you know. So, yeah, I, I just feel like you should always learn to f- uh, refill your own cup. Right. <laughs> you know, refill your own thoughts and your own energy and stuff like that. And it's, you know, easier said than done. But um, I think that's a great quote. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And now for our favorite segment, Nutty, Nutty Thoughts. thoughts. Do, 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 do. So, what's the question? This week's question, we're just going to do a random question and we're going to ask y'all to comment below. Should we explain what Nutty Thoughts is? I think we should. You want me to? Because it's the podcast. Okay, yeah. I, I said Nutty, Nutty Thoughts is like, you know, we have our whole female base or whatever, but this is the part of the show that we like to include our male audience to ask questions or to answer questions that we may have, you know, from the opposite, opposite sex. And, you know, y'all give us y'all feedback. So that's what our Nutty Thoughts segment is about. So what's the question that we want to pose to our Okay. Listeners. Well, let's first say last week's question was, is there a minimum credit score that you would like for your partner, that someone you're 
you know, does, your credit, does their credit score matter? No, it was a number. Is a there number. A number okay. to their credit. Is there a minimum number for credit score for someone you see yourself with long term? And we go ring, 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 caller. Okay. Describe a Amazon. Amazon. Um, a woman probably a little over six feet tall, a little over two hundred pounds. My phone died. <laughs> Sponsors, sponsors, sponsor people, sponsor people. Listen, we trying to get it together. He said uh, Amazon is somebody that's over six feet tall and over 200 pounds. Tuning in as usual. As usual. We cannot wait to see what you guys think of this week's Nutty Thoughts. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Kiss the L's. Thanks.